0: I'm starting to think that this might actually be a relief rally, a relief rally. It does look like Bitcoin's recovering. It's recovered about $2,000 since the low. And I guess the big question is whether we are past the point of max pain or whether this is just a small relief rally before Bitcoin does indeed go back down to the 52000 or 53000 level. And according to the people that I've got on the show today, according to the people that I've got on the show today, and let me tell you, I've got some really cool people on the show today we are in for a different kind of bull market and if it is a different kind of bull market what we need to do is we need to trade this bull market differently so stay tuned and stay tuned till the end because that's where you're going to get all the nuggets let's get this show on the road guys
1: to bed, bitch, go. Get up, get up, get got no up, gotta wake up, bitch, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up.
0: Okay, so Bitcoin is recovering, but the leverage is still super, super, super high. Today, we're going to be looking at what the market actually looks like on chain, all the fundamental data and from a technical point of view. And then we're going to be asking whether this bull run is starting to cool down or whether this is just another healthy correction. That is what we're going to be speaking about today. So if you are new to our channel, welcome, welcome, welcome. You finally landed it in the most loyal and most profitable community crypto community in the world yeah you heard right the most loyal crypto community in the world that is not retail, that is actually what youtube tell us and we're a loyal community because we're here with you through thick and through thin through bull markets through bear markets through corrections and we're guiding you through this journey and all through this time we have one objective and that is to make sure that you guys make life-changing money and keep your life-changing money and speaking of life-changing money and making and keeping life-changing money listen to this listen listen to this from a fan of ours uh who won one of our giveaways L- listen to this video from uh this fan who won one of the giveaways Freddie, play the video buddy
2: hey Rand, this is time war uh i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart uh you guys chose me for the scallop token giveaways and right now that token is worth over four thousand dollars i've received all my tokens thank you so much and I'm a huge fan of you guys for over a year. You guys have changed our lives. My family, my wife and my two kids, um, we love to watch your show. We're a huge fan since day one. We're ride or die with you guys and you guys have changed our lives. I'm so grateful for you guys and I'm gonna watch till I die and I'm gonna support you guys as much as I can. Thank you so much for changing our lives and being with us. You guys are a uh, true family. And we love you guys so much.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So that is coming from one of our fans. And he, uh, he is one of our most loyal fans. And we do. We have such incredible, incredible, incredible loyal fans. But you know what? We give back to our loyal fans. Just look at what we've given our loyal fans just in the last couple of days. So we gave away Star Launch. We gave away 50 times $400, which is $200,000 in IDO allocations in Star Launch. That's not done 100x. So 100x. That means we gave away $2 million to the banter community in Star Launch. We gave away Scallop. I think we gave away about a $1 million in Scallop also to our community. Um, and that's just over the last couple of weeks. So it really does pay to be part of the banter fam. Uh, we do try and change lives. And if we can't change lives on the market, we will also uh, look to give you guys giveaways. There is another giveaway going on right now, and that is we are giving away a monkey ball. But what you need to do if you want to be part of the monkey ball giveaway is this. So you go to my Twitter. I have uh, dropped on my Twitter a whole lot of monkey uh, profile pictures. So I actually helped you guys. I dropped a whole lot of monkey ball profile pictures for you guys. Just go and retweet or change your profile picture to a monkey ball profile picture, and then you guys can win. That's, it's, it's as simple as that. Go and change your profile picture to a monkey ball profile picture, and then you can win. And then we'll also do some giveaways here on the show today but only 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 when we get to 5000 likes so smash that like button if you want some giveaways on the show today jimmy anything else oh yes he's right miami 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 if you're coming to miami if you're coming to miami and you want to join us at uh, at the event, the um, DecentralCon event, there is a referral link at the bottom. You get 40% off your tickets. Uh, and if you buy a ticket, let us know you bought a ticket, and we will get you a free ticket to one of the after parties. We're having a crypto ban to meet up. If Sheldon can get a visa, because we just found out that Sheldon may not be able to get a visa. So. Uh, yeah, if you want to join, there is a link in, in the description below, uh, and you can uh, get forty percent off those tickets. Anyway, enough, enough, admin. Let's get into the main, uh, the main part of the show, which is this. And I guess what we're asking is whether this bounce is the bounce to take us back to Valhalla, or whether this is just a temporary relief bounce. Um, and I guess if we want to do that, we should probably go straight into the uh, the crypto coins thread and what they're saying is today's bitcoin btc takes whales are still accumulating long-term holders miners and the ex- so long-term holders and miners are accumulating the exchange reserves are dropping and yeah let's have a look at let's have a look at this they actually go through a whole tweet somewhere so long-term uh holders and miners are holding bitcoin we can see that that's happening over there you have the exchange reserves which keep decreasing you have uh, the mvrv which is uh, let me open that up for you guys. Let me open that up for you guys. Uh, MVRV is a market value to realized value ratio. is defined as an assets market as an assets market capitalization divided by realized capitalization. Bitcoin has been consolidating as realized price has been trending upwards. The lower the, the MVRV goes, the more attractive Bitcoin becomes to buy. Currently, the MVRV is far from the previous high. So it's not an attractive time to be selling your Bitcoin. But then uh, we do have the leverage. I think, I think at this point, we start looking at what's going on. So the market, the futures market still seems to be overheated. And I've never seen the futures and the leverage so stubbornly high. This leverage ratio is just not dropping. It's just not dropping. No matter how much the market goes down, the leverage ratio just keeps increasing and increasing and increasing, or certainly isn't dropping fast enough. So that's on the bad side of things. You've got um, short-term holders. Let's look at what's happening with short-term holders. Short-term holders over here, short-term holders are still selling. The strong and weak hands game, so the whales are accumulating. And the short-term holders are basically selling their coins. And you can see that not only there. If you look over here, you can see that the orange line is the, 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 the whales. So I tweeted this last night, and I said, look who is actually buying the coins that you're selling. It's the addresses with more than 10,000 Bitcoin, and they seem to be growing and growing and growing and accumulating and accumulating and accumulating. Whilst the weak hands, the spinach hands, the, bunny, the, the lettuce for the bunny hands, they are dropping their thing. And then there is one other weakness in the market, and one other weakness in the market is that Binance, which is, of course, the biggest exchange, the BTC balance on Binance keeps increasing. So uh, whilst, whilst all the other exchanges seem to be losing uh, coins, the BTC balance on Binance keeps increasing. So you've got a battle between the bulls and the bears. And as I said to you guys yesterday, I think that uh, the battle ends next week. Uh, with the big the biggest futures closeout I think in in history the biggest options and futures closeout in history on the biggest Friday of November um, I think that that is when this battle ends and the market finds a direction either up or down and of course I think the market direction is going to be up but it doesn't really matter what I think it actually matters more what the experts think because they're much smarter than I am and I'll tell you Uh, I want to bring in my friends, the experts. I'm going to start off with badass Vinny. Vinny, those are badass glasses, bro. I can't hear you. Is is Vinny muted? Let's unmute Vinny. Can you hear me? Those are badass.
1: Thank you. Solana Vipers.
0: Oh, are they Solana Viper glasses?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Vinny, every time that I see you and every every time that I see you in person, I come out much richer for it.
1: I'm glad to hear that. I like to enrich my friends.
0: Yeah, the, the I mean, I saw you about was it a year and a half ago, and you said to me Filecoin, and then I made a whole lot of money on Filecoin. I saw you in March or April in Miami, and actually, it was it was June? I saw you in June in Miami. No,
1: no, but we we bumped. I think we had a call. We chatted about, uh, like, yeah, in like March or February. Spoke uh, right. and i
0: and i came out richer for that and so the, i've got you back here today because i really need i need i mean my bank balance is running low i think i, I need some 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 right. good tips
1: i'm gonna have to focus on this one then
0: cool i'm gonna bring in our other two friends for today we've got bill back here bill bahat welcome he's the hey. founder and CEO of abra how you doing bill? how you doing bill? i'm good how you all doing good good and it's then right after, you guys. The last, after the last banter that you had with tyler from chico crypto i thought i'd bring tyler back here because it kind of felt like it was unfinished it was unfinished
3: yeah a little bit unfinished business
0: so are we were we all at the solana conference were we was there uh tyler i know i saw you posting from from the balconies in from the balconies in uh, lisbon were you at the conference
3: i didn't go to any of the solana conferences they didn't want me there
0: they didn't want you there
3: no they did not want me there tell us why um, well, I made that video that pretty much predicted that their chain was going down. I said something really bad was going to happen and the price was going to crash. And That's exactly what happened. And oh, yeah, it crashed all the way
1: to 250 bucks, I think.
3: No, it crashed further <laughs> than that. <laughs> It was pretty nasty. But, um, I mean, Solana, it does have a use case. I just want them to be honest in what they are. They aren't a decentralized chain. I mean, they are a centralized chain. There's 2,000
1: validators. What do you mean? Just be honest.
3: But there's only probably probably less than 50 that actually do the, um, you know, block producing because it's chosen by weight of stake. And um, there's only a few that have a really large stake, those large VCs. So I mean, not, it, okay, it Hold, hold on. It, wait, 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 wait. You know, I, I
1: have to address this point because when you talk about a VC, do you know what a VC does?
3: Yes, a venture capitalist. They invest. What, what do they do? How do they get their money? They invest. Uh, how do they, they get, get money? their money? And They invest they, in projects, they, you know, they invest in infrastructure. Okay. That's the in okay. different okay. things.
1: You, you clearly don't know. So let me tell you.
0: Okay, oh, um, oh, this is going to be a good Friday. I don't know. A
3: venture capitalist doesn't. <laughs> All right, invest. I'm just going to okay. drink. Okay. Yeah, Benny. Well, well, What's because, a VC
1: do? Okay, a VC is collective capital. We take money from hundreds of we invest or thousands of people, we pool it together, and we make decisions on that capital. And we invest. On behalf of large pools of
3: people. So when you say a VC. And sometimes a, select few. Groups of people, but, but I mean, it's not thousands of people. Oh, okay, Chico, let, let, sometimes so, it's a hundred.
1: Chico, let me help it, Let me make sure the audience all understands and appreciates what I'm saying. So, if you don't mind, give me a second. Okay, so a venture capitalist basically is a decision maker on capital for pools of people. So, let's say a typical venture fund may have four or five hundred people, and then we go and buy a five percent stake. But those four or 500 people all collectively own that 5% stake. We just help decide where the capital goes. At the end of the day, when the investment is successful, we give back the tokens or the shares or whatever to those people. So when you say a VC is a centralizing mechanism, no, it's not.
3: I did not say a VC is a centralized mechanism. I said the validators are centralized.
0: (laughs) Validators.
3: So 2,000 validators? That's interesting. No, there's only a select few amount of validators that produce blocks for Solana because it's no, based no, no, on no, state. No. Every epoch, every epoch they select. Dude, I I did the research on that video go watch it man it's pretty easy to understand okay so so so,
0: so Tyler, you're not a, a big you're not a big Solana you're not a big yeah. Solana fan well, I would I
3: would be a Solana fan if they were honest in what they are there are many centralized chains out there I am a fan of one it's called the Energy Web Chain they admit we are only run by a select few of <laughs> validators just be honest you yeah. know? you're yeah. not more decentralized than Ethereum just shut the fuck up right now I mean come on there's a reason you guys but went don't you down think it's because you got the adoption
2: attack. Oh, you no! Moving cool. in the right direction of being decentralized, just like a lot of other chains that were early. I mean, no, yeah, like, no, no, it's
3: okay. No, 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 no. But right now, if you go to the Solana website right now, they say they're the most decentralized. It's okay. ridiculous. So, so when so when
1: Bitcoin started, it was centralized because Satoshi was the only miner. Yeah, yeah, it was.
3: <laughs>
2: I, I, I think his point. I think his point is not what it is. It, his point is what they're saying. Like,
3: yeah, what they're saying. Just, just be point. honest in what you it's are. And point. if they were honest, they I mean, said we're not decentralized right now. We have plans in our roadmap to become decentralized. I'd be cool. Uh, we didn't awesome. say the most decentralized. Yeah, it says,
0: it says it's Solana easy. is a decentralized blockchain built to enable scalable, user-friendly dApps in the world. And uh, I'm just scrolling down. down. Okay, tell me when to stop.
3: Um, right there.
0: Not only is Solana ultra fast and low cost. Decentralized
3: and unstoppable. It's decentralized and centralized and stoppable because it no, got stopped you know, by dude,
1: DDoS. I'm really sorry you missed Solana. I'm really really sorry you missed it. Uh, I'm not you're sorry. Like, I mean,
3: it's like, okay. I made money elsewhere.
1: Really, really it's crypto, I dude. I really feel for you. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. No, well, I I money, money, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. okay wait. Let Let
0: Let's put Let's put Let's put the the um. You really wish that they would say what they are aside, and yeah. let me tell you a little bit about what we saw. I saw a lot of very smart people uh, building on what you call a centralized blockchain. Uh, I saw a lot of venture capital money uh, on the sidelines. A lot, in fact, I saw all the, the same VCs that I saw at the conferences in 2017 at the, at the Ethereum Dev Cons in 2016. Uh, I saw all those same VCs uh, with big checkbooks. Uh, all very horny for Solana, all about to write lots and lots and lots of checks for Solana. And if you follow the, the thesis of invest where the developers are or invest where the smart money is at, then I'm not sure that you can decide to uh, ignore Solana. I mean, if that's, you, if that's how you make investment decisions, which is that's how I make investment decisions, uh, I'm not sure that you can ignore it right now.
3: Well, I'm a little different. I invest based on, you know, decentralization and fundamentals, so that's just me. Okay.
0: Fair enough, we'll get into that discussion. Let's go back to a fundamental discussion and let's talk about wasn't Bitcoin. It, wasn't Bitcoin
2: pre-mined? I mean, in the sense that there was one laptop running the network. Yeah and only one person generated the genesis block it was completely yes, centralized. Satoshi you got right, <laughs> right. to do to that right you got to do that exactly and so it became more and more decentralized over time so if you're only going to invest in projects that are fully which what you're referring no, to No I invest I
3: what I look for first is decentralization that's what I but, invest in. First, okay, you know? but then you're
2: going to be late to every game. I mean, yes,
3: absolutely. I mean, I invest in some centralized, like I said, one of my favorite projects is an energy web okay. chain, but they're honest in what they, they are. They say they're not centralized and they do have plans, you know, but I mean, come on. You're not so decentralized that's, that's you're and unstoppable. you centralized cheapo,
1: cheapo. and unstoppable. We can't argue with him. He's going to be investing late. And, uh, no, no, Vinny, I, uh, I, I,
0: I, I, I think, I think. I think my, with respect, I think that there is a point to be made here. Uh, Solana c- are claiming that currently they are decentralized, and there is, perhaps a valid, there is perhaps a valid argument that currently they are not just decentralized. Thank you. I nice. think that we can all agree that they're going to become decentralized in the course of time, and you've got to make a decision as to whether you believe the roadmap for them to become decentralized. But I think what Tyler is saying is he's saying, look, Uh, Right now, they claim to be decentralized, and they're not decentralized. And that is, he made a video about that, and that's what got him kicked out of the conference. Anyway, let's leave that be. Let's talk about what's going on in the Bitcoin market. Uh, Some people are starting to believe that maybe this was a top, and that we're starting to go slowly down. Others are saying that it is uh, just a normal pullback in a very heated bull market, um, which is going to take us into the next leg of the bull market. The question is, what do you guys think? Bo, I'm going to start with you.
2: Yeah, I would be shocked if if we hit the top. Um, not only that, I think that Ethereum is going to lead us higher, not Bitcoin. Um, I think Ethereum's got a, a huge run pent up, uh, you know, like a, the rubber band is winding up and I would not be surprised to see a, a, if we saw a big melt up in Ethereum before the end of the year going into Q1. Obviously, crypto doesn't know what a calendar is, so... Whether it's December, January, February, makes makes no difference to Ethereum. But, but I think we've got a lot more room to go. I wouldn't be surprised if we hit 52, 53. But when you're in a log scale for exponential growth, none of this stuff matters. I'm, by 52, 53, I meant Bitcoin, of course. But I still think Ethereum is going to lead the way higher right now. Um, it's got all the attention. I mean, Sotheby's taking you know money in Ethereum. Nobody's talking about Bitcoin use cases right now. Right. Everybody's talking about Ethereum use cases. And, and if you look at the I saw Raul posted a really cool chart that I, I was amazing. I hadn't even seen where he basically showed uh, Bitcoin overlapped with Ethereum. Bitcoin, I think it was Bitcoin 17 overlapped with Ethereum today. I hadn't seen it and it really validated exactly what I just said, which is, you know, I think Ethereum's basically got the network effects uh, and um, that's not priced in.
0: I agree. Um, are we all in agreement that the reason for this is uh, of the slight pullback is uh, over leverage on the one hand, and see. on the other hand, potentially the overhang of the Mt. Gox coins, the 150,000 Bitcoin that are now perhaps going to be released from the Mt. Gox uh, coins? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Vinny has, Vinny has a comment, but I, I don't think the Mt. Gox coins matter. I think, I think it's, it's still leverage. I think the futures markets... Basically, look, as we're as the spurts up, get less, the pullbacks get less. And if you and, and, and that's exactly what's been happening, we've seen much bigger pullbacks than this on bigger runups, and And you're going to see less volatility over time with the big boys, particularly Bitcoin. Um, Ethereum is going to have bigger pullbacks because it's going to it's going to scream much, much higher on the log scale. But we've seen this before. It's the same dance.
0: Here's uh, that log scale graph of Ethereum, uh, the, the blue line is Ethereum and the white line is, of course, Bitcoin. Yeah, I
2: that's think, it. That's it. It's incredible.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, it, I think it is good. Um, the problem that I'm seeing is that the leverage is just not getting shaken out. We've had a 15, maybe 20% correction in Bitcoin, depending on where you look at it. Yeah. And that's kind of like where the leverage is. Look at, look, at, look at where the leverage is relative to where it was in, say, May after the correction. That's where the, the leverage the total estimated leverage ratio was in May. It is still higher now, after the shakeout, than it was at the peak of May. That's how much leverage is still in the market. And it's just not being shaken. It's just not being shaken. I
2: think but we can, you have uh, to offset that with amount of B. crypto.
3: Sorry, go, ahead. Oh, go No, I said, I think we can thank Plan B for that.
0: <laughs> because because he, he's pumping a narrative?
3: No, nah, it's just, you know, the 98K, a lot of longers are thinking we're going to it. So they're not stopping, you know, they're going to keep putting down long trades, you know, even with the pullbacks. So,
2: yeah. But you also have to look at the amount of Bitcoin moving off of exchanges. And uh, that has stopped. That has not stopped uh, outside of when we peaked in, in April, May uh, and you had money moving on, which was the, the strong hands taking profits. I mean, this has not stopped and we've got a net outflow and you have to basically offset the two, which means that at some point, the supply shock matters, right? And I think the supply shock is something that you know it, it is different today than it was in November, December, even of last year. And so while I do think that the leverage could pull us down to 52, 53 before we scream higher, uh, it doesn't have to, just given the supply shock we're in.
0: Here's the total exchange reserves. Here's the total exchange reserve, that's the blue line. And you can see that the total exchange reserves has dropped tremendously. The yeah, only exchange yeah. that actually has a lot of uh, coins going on to it is Binance at the moment.
2: Yeah. So if you look yeah. at and, data, and by the way, I have to shill Abra. I mean, a lot of it's going to us because, you know, we're paying, we're paying the yield, right? So if you look at, at Abra and Celsius and BlockFi, we're getting the benefit of a lot of this because people who are long term holders are just saying, hey, I'd rather, I'd rather make, you know, well, now we're paying 9% with the, with the RC perks token. But, but yeah, sorry for the shill, but, but that's what's happening
0: i no, not sorry for the show, I mean, if, you, if you're offering a great service, then, then yeah. great, show right ahead, show right ahead. Uh, Tyler, what do you think uh, in terms of this, of this bull market? I mean, are you, you said that Plan B has created this narrative of 98,000, and I think I agree with you. I think sometimes the narrative becomes the reality. If enough people think that we're going to a 98,000 and then a 135,000 Bitcoin, then that becomes the reality. Then, then Bitcoin must be going to 98,000 and 135,000. If you were to remove the noise of plan b where are you going where are we going with this thing
3: well there's i mean both sides of the coin you got to look at i mean i'm a bull i'm firm bull you know i believe in bitcoin and i do believe we're going to push up um but because of him you know putting out those numbers it does cause the longers to leverage like crazy even with the pullbacks and when there's too much long leverage in the uh, markets you know what happens they pull the rug and we dip down to exactly where the liquidation for most of the traders go, and then they get liquidated. But then more just keep pouring it in. Um, we, but we're not had, getting liquidated.
0: I mean, there's no. Uh, you look at the liquidation data. I mean, oh, the,
3: if you go to BYBT, it's all longs that are getting liquidated. It's not shorts.
0: Okay, I think I think I looked at it earlier. Let's quickly really go and look at the liquidation data. So here, here is the liquidation data um let's look at it uh hold on let's quickly go into liquidations. Go liquidation
3: yeah if you look yeah. you you'll see what ha- what's happened over the past i mean
0: so let's 20, go the last days. 24 hours
3: it's all longs see those big green spikes those are longs it's all longs that's getting liquidated there's no shorts
0: yeah but, but we also haven't had a a aggressive spike up when we get that aggressive spike up the shorts are going to get killed but we just oh, haven't. Yeah, event. no,
3: of course. I mean we have had a few aggressive spikes up. I mean, yeah. we jumped here recently and not too many shorts. There I mean no one shorts Bitcoin in a freaking bull market, you know, until we start really going down. Didn't uh didn't FTX, I think, reduce the leverage uh yeah. maximum a few months ago?
2: They so, did. They yeah, ordered it didn't matter. I mean they re- reduced it to twenty X. So <laughs> well
1: yeah, so so you're gonna you're gonna get much uh lower liquidations at those levels. So the ball has to be a lot higher. To liquidate. So what you're seeing is the why you're seeing the the you know the leverage staying in is because people can't lever up five x what they used to uh, from twenty to hundred. Sure. So you know Bitcoin would have to drop dramatically to to hit these uh, levered longs out. Um, and you know I I still think that like as Chico actually one thing I agree with you on we're at a secular bull market right now for Bitcoin and like who the hell's gonna short Bitcoin in yeah. this market? No one. no one. No one. Like you you right. get your face ripped off. So um, you know. I think this I think this is a little sort of sideways motion right now is pretty healthy market trading. I actually have another angle which I'm gonna be conspiracy theorists, but I have a lot of friends who are in sort of crypto chartists, et cetera. they they message me all the time. And there seems to be unusual market behavior right now in Bitcoin where it looks like there's some sort of coordinated price suppression, et cetera, but accumulation at the same time. So the question is like is there is there a government sort of agency or whatever trying to buy a Bitcoin? and trying to like manipulate prices at the same time using, you know, whatever mechanisms they have. And it's like maybe, maybe, maybe not, maybe there's a lot of accumulation happening with some, some government somewhere in the world.
0: Uh, so, so let's look at this quickly. So you got Bitcoin's liquid supply decreasing by 145,000 Bitcoin over the past 30 days. Okay, so that's, that's where we're at today and much more aggressively in the last couple of days. So you can see that uh, in the last couple of days. But at the same time, you've now got Hillary Clinton who seems to have gone to Bitcoin school and has now realized exactly how strong Bitcoin and one is. One
3: more area that I hope nation states start paying greater attention to is the rise of cryptocurrency. Because what looks like uh, a very interesting and, and somewhat exotic uh, effort to uh, literally mine uh, new coins in order to trade with them has the potential for undermining uh, currencies, for undermining the... Uh, uh, role of the dollar as the reserve currency for destabilizing nations, perhaps starting with small ones, but going much larger. So when we think about this new environment in which we find ourselves that we've been discussing for the last uh, some minutes, um, we can't just think about nation states. And then one...
0: So I mean, someone gave Hillary Clinton the oh clever Cleverpool this morning. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so, so seriously, <laughs> 2021, basically, now she's going out. I mean, look, whatever. Um, yeah,
2: exactly.
0: We tried to tell her in 2017. She's yeah, going exactly. to start
1: shilling some shit coins. But there's got <laughs> to be a nation state that's accumulating Bitcoin, in my opinion. There has to be at least one. There's 180 plus states in the world. There's got to be one nation state that's printing money and buying Bitcoin.
0: So I'll tell you what doesn't really make sense to me uh, in this dip. Uh, or, or does make sense and and kind of says to me that we're not actually in an, it's not a bear market dip at all, is I, I'm looking at some other indicators. Let me show you some of the indicators that I'm looking at. So uh, the first indicator that I'm looking at is the Bitcoin dominance. The Bitcoin dominance is under 43. I mean, just look at what the Bitcoin dominance is doing, which means that people are saying, if people are bearish, people are going moving out of uh, alts into Bitcoin. That's not what's happening now. People are actually, even in this dip, shifting from Bitcoin into altcoins. Um, The other thing which I saw which makes me extremely bullish about what's going on in the market is I think that if the market was expecting a negative or bear market cycle, they would potentially start trading out of the algorithmically uh, pegged stablecoins into USDT and USDC, which are more stable. Because remember that coins like UST theoretically can lose their peg in a bear market. And we've seen it. We've seen certain shocks were UST. But the market cap of UST seems to be growing faster than anything that I've ever seen. I mean, just a few days ago, they were on three billion, they're now on six and a half billion in terms of that. So it's so showing me that people aren't moving out of uh, algorithmically backed stablecoins. And if people aren't moving out of algorithm, algorithmically backed stablecoins, and people are moving into altcoins in this time, then I'm kind of saying, what the market is probably thinking is hold on a second, there's a big futures close out next week, Bitcoin. There's 150. There are 150,000 Bitcoin from the Cox, which p- could potentially get sold into the market. There's a lot of leverage, and a lot of the noobs have leveraged themselves into Bitcoin because they don't understand anything else. But actually, we've got to get onto some more some other business, you know. And you're seeing ecosystems like like Avalanche, uh, all-time highs this week. You're seeing things like Render, which is again all-time highs, ain't stopping for anybody this week. Um, I mean, you you look at some of these things and you say to yourself, "Hold on, there's no bear market here. Where's the bear market? Like, it, it's everything's positive."
2: except look at for- wax, by the way. Look at wax. Yeah. I was, I, I actually, to keep myself honest, I went back and looked at. I was on your show on October one, by the way. I I talked about rune wax and and <sighs> render. And, wow. And uh, wax, I think, is up now five x since since then, and it has and and it, actually, it's. Well, now it's an accumulation phase, but, uh, but Render has absolutely killed it, and it hasn't stopped for anything.
3: Um,
2: so let's talk uh, about WAX. WAX has actually been a, you know, everyone thinks, wow, look at WAX. WAX
0: has actually been a long, hard slog from, from 2017, yes, from a, from a sure. lot of people who believed in NFTs when NFTs were nothing, who yes. fought against the odds when NFTs were nothing. And I think they're now capitalizing on all their hard work, right? Yeah, you know, wax for a while.
2: Yep,
0: I yep. mean, I must be honest, I entered wax in 2017 and I sold it way before. Uh, I think I'm completely out of my position. Didn't and it's not wax, one I did.
3: didn't wax have a partnership with tops, the baseball I like think they did. company? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, so wax was the it's a, the I think the guys that started was the founders of Opskins, which is uh, William Quigley and and uh, he I think it was his. Uh, blockchain play, yeah.
2: His partner um, died actually.
0: Yeah, his and, partner uh, passed yeah. on in Mexico. Malcolm. Um, yeah, yeah. He passed on in Mexico. Um, so yeah, so we looked at that. We also then I think people woke up to Render. Look, what happened in Render was I mean I think the whole world yeah, woke Vinny up. Smiling. <laughs> yeah, Vinny smiling. Vinny smiling because because Vinny told me for a long time to watch Render, and I did my homework and the question what became who's going to render the metaverse which is a it's a valid question about who's actually going to render all this shit that we're talking about um and i think solana conference was the big turning point for for render because everybody a they demoed what they could do b raj stood up at the end of solana conference and said look at this this is one of the companies that's going to change the world and then a week later chamat and uh, 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 uh david Sachs on the all-in podcast spent five minutes talking about Render and how Render is going to change the world. I mean, I think that was the graduation ceremony for Render. I think it's it's graduated from a small cap to one of the most, probably one of the most changing industry-changing tokens on the market at the moment.
1: But you can't even buy Render anywhere. That's the beauty part. Like it's amazing. Like you, you can only use Uniswap really if you're in the US. You can't buy it and
0: Kucoin, real. yeah, and Kucoin, and,
1: yeah. and Kucoin. But um, so it's not listed on any Coinbase, Binance, anything like that. The thing about render which i think people just finally figured out is they've got the largest gpu network in the world right now okay and, and otoy the company which is the parent company basically has the, the best rendering engine out there so all these entity artists people uses it he's on the advisory board i mean this is this is the it's a total moat and they announced this week that maxon their the biggest competitor is now also going to use the render network as well for distributed gpu compute so Render is one of those those iconic like plays right now where in two or three years' time, this is exactly how all uh, rendering is going to be done, I think, you know, worldwide. Because either you're going to be using oh. some software, software or okay. maximum software or anyone else's software, but you use the Render Network for it.
0: So if well, you were to say that to me in 2017, I would have said to you bullshit. I would have called bullshit on it. But in 2021, and you're actually seeing that this is actually happening on Render. Like they're showing you stuff that they actually rendered in real time, using you know GPU powers that, that's in an iPhone and in an iPad. And then you realize, hold on, this is actually not a pipe dream, but this is actually something that's actually working. You
1: actually missed one thing, Ron. Uh, the, the real start was three weeks ago, before the Salon conference, when Apple and Tim Cook and yes. the whole Apple event featured Jules from Render on their Apple launch, the event, and showed the power of what Render can do, rendering a a 3D model of the Starship Enterprise. I mean, yes, I remember that. if you go and you can go look and find it, it's, it's incredible. And, and what, I mean, for those who don't know what Render is, Render is essentially, uh, well, it's a network that allows you to run three you know massively intense 3D compute uh, processes through a network of GPUs uh, to do the calculations. But what, what it means is, as an example, if you take a, a 3D object, let's say I take my uh, Solana cup of coffee here, yeah, and I want to create a 3D model of that. And I want to shine a light.
2: Two shows at once.
1: (laughs) Two shows at once. (laughs) And I want to to shine a light on this three D object. The rendering compute engine has to calculate the rays, the light rays hitting this, bouncing off, moving as you're moving it around. All those, all that computation to make it look lifelike or real has to run through a GPU compute uh, infrastructure. The only infrastructure out there that can possibly do this right now at scale is Render, and he has a patent on it since 2008, (laughs) before Bitcoin. So. For me, this is a, an easy
2: win. This is like two, two, two things I love about render. One is, I, well, first of all, I used to work in the graphics lab at NASA and I used to present at SIGGRAPH. So all the things that Vinny said is what I was doing when I was a kid. Um, two is, I think where this is headed is you're going to see GPU farms that are going to be able to move between proof of work and rendering based upon whatever's more profitable at any given time. And they're going to figure this out just based upon profit opportunity. And, and and so I that's what I would be doing if I was running a GPU farm. I would say, OK, rather than just move between coins, why don't I actually move between applications and coins? And now maybe my profits up 20, 30, 40 percent from before. And that's a big deal. That's and a big
1: deal. No, there's, Bill's 100% right. there, there's no reason why you cannot use the rendered network to farm uh, GPU coins either. So that can come over time the network itself is can be used for lots of different things
3: oh and that's that's actually big for eth2 because as you exactly. know exactly. work is going eh, the most exactly. profitable you know so where are they going to go exactly just, and so as, right.
1: so my thesis on this was as you move to to, to, to e2 uh, all the miners are going to take their gpus uh, the, 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 all the gpu cards and plug it into the render network and rent out that uh, gpu to the highest bidder like this is what can happen in the future with render it's not there right now but I think the most important thing about Render for me is Jules Urbach, the CEO, is probably one of the smartest people I've ever met. And I mean that sincerely. And actually one of the nicest guys as well. He's phenomenal. And his understanding and knowledge of GPUs, ray
0: tracing, all
1: that stuff is like second to none. I'd probably say one of the best in the world, easily top three. I mean, we're talking like yeah, you must,
0: you must have, I interviewed him at the Solana conference and I mean, the dude is sharp. The dude is super, super, super sharp. I mean, there's no other way to, there's no other way to call it. The guy, is, the guy is super, super, super sharp. Um, Bill, the other one that you called last time that you were here was uh, uh, Rune, Thorchain. Um, and I guess that that's the whole narrative around interoperability and getting tokens to hop between one uh, blockchain and another blockchain in a seamless manner. How bullish are you on that, uh, on that narrative now?
2: I'm bullish on the narrative. I think uh, the tech is super early. They had a lot of problems this summer. I think it was even offline back to the discussion about what's centralized and what's decentralized. It's not decentralized yet, uh, but I think the promise is there. I think, I think cross-chain is going to be a, a big deal as you, as you go into the metaverse. I think the metaverse is, is going to be a parallel universe phenomenon. And I think that uh, you know, ThorChain and, and others like that are going to get a big benefit of that. And we'll see. Um, what, is your
0: favorite, uh, what is your favorite bridge? I mean, is it, uh, uh, Tyler, I'm looking at you. What's your favorite cross chain bridge? Is it ThorChain? Are you looking at any of the other bridges? I saw one which I, I speak about quite often, which is called Layer Zero Labs. I'm, I'm not sure that they're public yet, but when they do come public, I think their tech is, I think it's going to give Render a big run for its money. Is it, I mean, are you looking at any of these cross chain narratives?
3: Um, I mean, I'm, you know, looking at Ethereum. I think layer two Ethereum is going to solve most of their scalability issues. And I mean, it already is. I mean, um, Arbitrum, Optimism, those are, that's what I'm looking at. Because, you know, eventually when sharding comes, you're going to take these roll-ups and these roll-ups are going to become shards. And it's scaling is going to be no issue, in my opinion.
2: So you think we're going to be in a one-chain world effectively?
3: No, no, definitely. I mean, it's already proof, but I think the... Ethereum is going to become the settlement layer for every chain. That's why every chain is building a bridge right back to Ethereum.
0: Yeah. Okay. I- interesting. Uh, I haven't heard much about Cardano. Has anyone here heard <laughs> anything about Cardano? <laughs> just, uh, I, saw, I saw a tweet the other day, which I, I must say uh, I did laugh about. They said, um, we're, We live in a world where uh, Airbnb owns no hotels, Uber. Uber doesn't have cars, and he's valued at X billion. Airbnb has no assets, and he's valued at Y billion. And Cardano has no smart contracts, and he's valued at...
3: (laughs) Hey, um, actually, you guys want to know something? Me and Charles Hoskinson were supposed to fight each other.
0: You were supposed to fight each other? Yeah, I
3: swear, back in 2019, um, right before the pandemic. Yeah, we were scheduled to fight each other, but never went down.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah. is, is anyone, I mean, you, I mean, I think we're all investing in projects. Is anyone investing on, in, in anything on Cardano yet? Has anyone seen anything?
1: That was my point. Was my point. I think mean, David Sachs made it on the Olin podcast. Like I said the same thing to him. Like I've heard hundreds of pitches and I haven't had anyone ever pitch me anything to do oh, with Cardano. Yeah, yeah, Cardano
2: is a research project. I mean, look, it's, it's an academic research project that holds huge promise for the future. I think aspects of what they're doing will make their way into other projects. I think a lot of enterprises are gonna look hard at it because of the academic bent of Charles and the team that are working on it, but it's not gonna get, well, whatever, I mean, but it's not gonna get the developer community (laughs) support. It's
3: it's the Xerox POC of- uh, of Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. if you guys wanna know something, originally Cardano was supposed to be a gambling platform for Japan. <laughs> That's what it was originally supposed to be. And it was supposed to come out with its smart contracts for gambling in
2: 2016. Yeah. So it's not it's, it's never it's, gonna get the DGEN uh, developer support that we're seeing with, so, with Solana and and Ethereum and, and other projects. It's yeah. it's a it's a PhD graveyard right now. Well, if they want to, they need EVM <laughs> support.
3: I mean, you need EVM support yeah. if you want to have the Degen developers because every developer Well,
2: no,
0: no, no. It. I'm going to disagree with you there. I think that if you look at Solana, you, you're seeing a lot of amazing uh, developers and they're not migrating their EVM uh, uh, um, applications. It's all new over. applications written yeah. in Rust and, 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 and written for Solana. And in fact, one thing I'm going to say about Solana is the stuff that they're writing on Solana is you cannot do it on ethereum so it's it's almost like a different stream of of products that are being built much more live products things like you know look things like audience things like uh, trading applications which are much 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 more live they all being built on solana
1: yeah you can't build this on, you can't build this on ethereum i, I mean yeah I, i'll throw something out there which which is probably maybe maybe it's a bit early but uh, there's a network called flare launching early next year oh uh, yeah yeah, and Songbird's already live, which is the Canary Network. Flare is very interesting for me for a reason. I'm an investor there, but I'll I, I tell you why. I think that a lot of these coins like Cardano, uh, potentially Dogecoin, Litecoin, all these sort of legacy coins, they've got value in the sense that there's, there's large pools of people who own it and trade it and uh, have, feel some sort of affinity to, to these things. And so something like Cardano that has a big pool of supporters, there is some value there. They may not have smart contracting. So now with Flare or Somburg, you can wrap your Cardano, you can get a, you know, an F F, up
0: If I understand why they launched Flair, they launched it originally around XRP holders. And they said, look, XRP, the chain is not built for smart contracts, but we can take the XRP holders and create a parallel chain, which will do the smart contract work where they can use the XRP as the, as the utility token, so to speak.
1: Essentially, yes. And then they did an airdrop to XRP holders, excluding a lot of the big holders, obviously. And said and they basically built a network which is evm compatible that you can wrap these assets that you know, call it legacy assets that don't have deep smart contract functionality like cardano and you can yes. actually wrap them and you can you can run d5 contracts you can do a whole bunch of cool sophisticated stuff on top of songbird and Flare, and the, and Flare launches next quarter i think that, that that is a better way forward because you're basically taking a whole bunch of legacy assets and you're wrapping them together and they don't have to worry about smart contracting by themselves and
0: so what they what they're banking on is they're banking on the network effect of all the non-smart contract exactly. platforms. Exactly. and that's why if i if i've read correctly they're doing xrp they're doing litecoin as well um and a couple of other Dogecoin
1: they- Do- doge as well yeah, doge doing doge. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah okay um meme season meme mean token season shiba doge are we finished with that now? Is, is that finished? is What, that, what about is the? the
2: just, we uh, got to finish on Cardano. What about the meme of Charles and hot models? When did when did that start? When did? Well, when well, did I that... mean, he pays them,
3: right? So, like, how else does he get them? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he pays them. <laughs> he
1: pays
0: them. Right? Look, I, I must say. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit I'm, out of this discussion. I'm going to sit out of this discussion because I know. I do it from do not I don't. I
1: don't mean it in a like in in native plantation. But he like he spawns. He basically will Cardano basically uh, hires these people to, you know, promote Cardano. They mean, it's
2: a well-known fact. They pay them. Yeah, on the they hire out. some developers to promote Cardano. Yeah, say, I know, that's true.
0: <laughs> okay, so we have uh, three people on the stream that really don't like Cardano. Um, well, as as I
3: don't like Cardano, I just don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I don't either, so yeah. I don't like Cardano, More
0: bad. Okay, okay okay Okay, 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 okay. It's not let's talk let's talk metaverse. And the reason I want to talk metaverse is because metaverse tokens ain't stopping. So, uh, <laughs> no, I'm going back to reality. Let's stop knocking let's stop let's stop knocking Cardano. Um we've got we, we understand. Uh metaverse. So, I'm an investor and I've come into the market because Facebook said that they're all about the metaverse and I want to build myself a portfolio of metaverse assets. Where do I put my $10,000? Brenda but that's just rendering i mean you yeah, want to be you want to be sure
2: well you've got sand sand is interesting to me uh, uh I, 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 when i was down on october 1st i said i actually called mana uh yeah you know, it's done
0: fantastic since then i mean Mana's done fantastic since
2: then so, so, um there's, there's a whole bunch of plays like that that i think are going to do well at least in the short term. We'll see if the usage catches up, but... Yeah,
3: I'm a little weary about... I mean, yeah, the Metaverse narrative is great right now, but how many of these teams are going to execute? You know, that's my question.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I I agree. I agree. Look, you've got Sandbox, Mana, Somnium, and Render are the four major contenders for for the Metaverse. Uh,
3: Decentraland, you got to put up there. Mana? Yeah, Mana. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Mana, okay,
1: yeah. Yeah. Those are the only So, so look, if you want to take a balanced portfolio approach, you put one... I believe, into your favorite and then you split the other 50% up between the other three. Like, or you can, you can just split it, split it up between all four. But I think it's always better to have a conviction in one area and then double down on your conviction and then everything else, you know, be as cover bets or whatever. That's so
0: I agree with the, I agree with you on Render because everybody's going to be rendering using Render or yeah. something similar to Render. So I, I kind of agree with you on that. But if I wanted to buy into a metaverse play, and the reason why I ask it is because a lot of our viewers believe that A, they may have missed DecentraLand, and they may have missed Sandbox. And you know, I kind of get it. You know, when you look at the when you look at the uh, the market cap right now of of DecentraLand, I haven't checked it, but let's quickly check it now. Uh, Five billion, eight billion, or nine billion fully diluted. Okay, I kind of understand why some people wouldn't want to get into that right now, Uh, and they're looking for some others, some other smaller bets. One billion renders
2: one billion right now.
0: Yeah, but Render is not a metaverse. I mean, it, it renders the metaverse. It's a. It's
2: a. It's picks and shovels for the metaverse, right? It's yes. like saying the NFTs, NFTs oh. NFT platforms are picks and shovels for the metaverse as well, because you're going to want to move your assets across the platform. So, in that regard, Wax and Solana are super early.
3: One, one actually, you guys, you know, um, that just came out yesterday Oasis Rose partnered with um, Meta AI Facebook. So, that could be a big play.
0: Wait, say that again.
2: Oasis partnered with.
3: Uh, Facebook AI, um, Meta AI.
2: What's Oasis? Um, Oasis it's... is.
3: Go ahead, go ahead. No, you can go ahead.
0: So it's a 2017-2018 project which was launched by a professor. Professor Dawn Song was her name. If I think she was a was she a Cambridge professor? I'm not sure where she came from. Um, very very smart. Uh, we haven't heard from them in a long time, and then they announced yesterday that there's a 120 million dollar developer fund which is funded by a whole lot of big names like Dragonfly, Jump Capital, et cetera. Uh, they did it one day before a token release. The token release was today. Um, the, I think the, yeah, the token release was today. They announced yesterday the, the price is kind of withheld. I must say, I was an early investor in, in Rose. Oh, nice. And I have been contemplating whether to hold it or not because you know, generally I like to hold tokens that I think are gonna change the world, but I haven't heard much from Rose to say that they're gonna change the world.
3: Well, yeah, the, I just saw yesterday that they partnered with Meta AI, so that could be a big play, because you know Facebook is going to scrape their way into the Metaverse. I mean, they changed their name to Meta.
0: Well, they're trying. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: I call it the Zuckerverse, by the way. this is The
3: Zuckerverse. I don't like Facebook, by the not, way.
2: Not the Zuckerverse. I
1: the, the, the Zuckerverse <laughs> is basically like the walled garden version of the Metaverse, and it may interconnect with the Metaverse, but it's not the Metaverse. So we should all like call it what it is. It's the Zuckerverse.
2: Yeah, Apple tried to do that in, like, 1987.
1: Yeah, it's not going to work. Uh, I, I, the, other, the other play, I mean, is, uh, for the metaverse is actually Filecoin, I think, because you know, the, where are you going to store these assets for the metaverse? I'll tell you <laughs> where.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll show you where. Yeah, Rackia. Yeah. <laughs> That's where. You're going to store it somewhere where you pay once and store it forever.
1: But it's so centralized, right? I mean, a lot are of the, a lot, a lot of the nodes. Are are we've, nodes we've, are yeah, are we've, Rweave, yeah, baby. does run a lot of A lot of nodes run on Amazon.
0: Mm, I don't know. I, my view around Filecoin versus Ali, I like them both. Filecoin has taken a legacy business model. To,
1: I'm allergic to anything that's, that's under, like the way Amazon underpins the network. Yeah, I'm but really Vinny, that's that's
2: half, yeah, that's half of crypto.
3: Yeah,
0: that's half of So wait, hold on, wait, that, this is actually so a good point. A if you, you're too. allergic to everything that is underpinned by Amazon a, AWS, uh, Microsoft, Microsoft Cloud, or, uh, Alibaba or Google Cloud, Google. Or whatever, yeah. So where is all this computing power going to come from? Where is all the? That's well,
1: why I love Render because Render doesn't rely on Amazon for GPU compute.
0: What about things like Golem, AOS, uh, Akash? What it's are like, the other players? Akash, Akash. Is good. The
1: whole point. The whole point of decentralization is you. No one person can flick a switch and turn off the network, right? And so if we're building stuff on top of Amazon. We're basically just saying, we're like, a pseudo-decentralization, because we're saying it's I decentralized. I keep saying this,
0: and I keep saying this, and that's why I keep saying AOS, because we need decentralized computing power, Render, EOS, uh, Golem, I haven't kept up with that project for a long time, Akash, those are all the decentralized computing powers. Then you've got decentralized storage, which is Filecoin, coin to an extent, Arweave, etc. Then you need decentralized money.
2: I don't think server farms is really the operative point i think the operative point is the off switch meaning if render is as successful as everybody thinks it's going to be on this call then i think that you're going to see server farms that that pop up just like you have mining farms and mining pools and that's fine that's competition and they they may be hosted by amazon they may be icelandic server farms that don't exist yet that's totally fine right so so at the end of the day i don't really care what's hosted on amazon or google what i care about long-term is, is there an off switch? Because that's, you know, back to the early discussion on Solana, that's the key point and the key litmus test for decentralization is, is can a, a rogue third party force a shutoff? Yeah, that's all. Exactly. You know, okay. okay. Now, there are, there's about five minutes left or six minutes left in the five or
0: six minutes. Last time, Bill, you were here, you gave us three calls, every single one of those calls shot through the roof. Um, I think Vinny does it every time he comes on the show and Chico does it every time he comes on the show. So let's quickly get a, a list of two or three things that you're looking at f- between now and the next time that you're on the show. Uh, and based on how good they are, we'll decide when to bring you back to the show. You get it. To, it's actually like a... <laughs> if if the token, tokens don't move, then we just don't get you back on the show. It's just it's simple. Yeah. <laughs> so Vinny, I'm going to start with you. What, you, what you, what you. what are you looking at now?
1: Well, I mean, look, uh, I, I'm, you know, I, I do very few bets, but I go pretty deep on them. So it's, it's my usual, like, hey, Solana, Filecoin, and Render at this point are my top three coins where I'm, I'm really uh, looking for some some seriously big movements there in the next couple of months.
0: And you don't think that we may have missed Solana, Render? I, I get Filecoin probably has come down I'm, quite a lot. Uh,
1: let, let's talk about something which Chico is going to hate for a second. It's the the, the, the potential for Solana to flip an ETH.
3: I did, that's not going to happen.
1: Okay, so so you can argue, yes, you know, Solana has to go up seven times to beat ETH. But if Solana goes up three times, goes to 600, 700, all of a sudden, the flippening starts becoming, maybe it's real. Now, does Ethereum come down as a result? Is there some sort of equalization point where Solana only has to go up 5x?
3: Well, Solana's got to handle Ethereum's traffic to <laughs> survive, which they've shown they can't.
1: Uh, Solana handled 400,000 transactions per second. How much can ETH handle?
3: It's handling a lot more. I mean, there's a reason
0: to gas is oh, Okay, 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 okay. Now we're not talking Slana versus Ethan anymore. Uh, <laughs> Chico, I'm looking at you. What are you looking at in the next couple of days? Well,
3: I'm I'm a DJ, so these are DJ players. Let's DJ. Oh.
0: Let's DJ. We're Oli- all DJ.
3: Olympus down. Oh, no, wait, baby. On, wait. Olympus. Let me put this
0: on. Let me put on the disclaimer. Let me disclaimer DJ. No, so I.
3: I there is so there's a narrative going on. If you guys have heard of Ohm, Olympus Dow, have you seen the amount of forks that are being made based on it? Oh my, that's just proof. It's like Bitcoin in the early days, you guys. It's just like Ethereum and up. all the I Ethereum forks. Come on, it
1: looks Oh,
3: awesome. baby. Oh, okay. And, so, you- uh, and actually, one fork of it is I mean, there's 40, 50 forks of yeah, it out right now,
1: now. There's a whole bunch of those. Yeah,
3: I, I, yeah, yeah. climate DAO is massive, it has Mark Cuban's backing. Mark, you can yeah, talk about it. For the
0: it. viewers that don't know how these DAOs work, maybe just run through what Olympus DAO does exactly so that our viewers can get a, a feel for this narrative.
3: Well, Olympus DAO is a stable coin. It's eventually going to find a stable price, but it's not pegged to anything. It's a free-floating stable coin. So it's actually backed by the treasury of assets that is accumulated by the DAO, which is owned by the community. And it's actually becoming one of the largest treasuries in cryptocurrency.
0: So it's a treasury, and what do they invest the treasury in? So, who, I mean, the DAO, the, the decentralized organization, the DAO. The treasury
3: is what backs um, the token.
0: And what, grows the tra- and what grows the treasury? What are they investing this treasury in?
3: What do you mean? What are so you've got, you got a treasury,
0: and what is the treasury made up of, and, and what is it being invested
3: in? It's made up of different coins, as of right now um okay, so. they're adding bitcoin, they're a, a ethereum, they're becoming one of the largest holders of ethereum out there. Um and then also climate. Um climate is the fork that I'm bullish on and climate does it in an opposite way. They're doing it with carbon tokens.
0: Okay, okay, amazing. Um Bill, what do you think?
2: Yeah, so I'm just looking right now, um I mean my two big winners this year so far have been Solana and WAX. Um, in terms of you know just profits and and I'm trying to decide if I think Solana's got another five X in it and honestly I do um, and I, <laughs> I actually wouldn't be surprised to see thousand dollar Solana next summer um, or end the next year so I'm gonna I'm, one I'm gonna go with with Solana's got a huge run in it um, I think I, I actually think Ethereum's got a, a huge run in it but I think it's it's an order of magnitude less than less than Solana at this point point. Um, and also I have to you know I I have to throw out uh, crypto perks. So, so we, uh, we announced last week that um, we've got a new rewards token. Uh, it was uh, minted by a foundation in Switzerland called uh, the Crypto Banking Alliance. The token is called CPRX. The airdrop started this week. It goes live on Monday on several exchanges. Um, I don't know the dates because I don't control the exchanges, uh, but CPRX is basically going to be spun out to be a DAO by this Swiss Foundation later next year. It's a super interesting project. A couple of other so is exchanges. This to... is this is this it's, i it's, mean it's, it's, not the abra it's the token, token that, that abra has adopted for rewards but we don't own it a couple of other exchanges are adopting it as their rewards token as well they're going to be announcing and, and how, do, how do we get it how do we get it if we haven't yet used the abra platform i know that yeah. that
0: as of next week we'll be teaching all of our banter people how to use the abra platform but yeah. what do we for those people who haven't used the abra platform how do we yeah, get so our hands?
2: right to... now the only way to get it is to use abra and then starting next week, it'll be live on at least. I believe there's going to be a couple of liquidity pools on some dexes, and I'm I'm aware of five exchanges that have uh, mentioned to the to the foundation that they're going to be supporting the token. Um, Amazing. And so so it's gonna. I think it's gonna take off. It's one of these projects that nobody's heard of uh, yet. That um, you know, it's it's it's. We've got three thousand people in our in our Telegram chat already, but you know, just just on CPerks. Uh, but I think the numbers are going to take off. So so it's now my, because I got a huge airdrop as a user, I don't, we didn't, there was no sale by the way. So this was done by the foundation in a way that's never been done before. There was, there's only grants uh, to projects that are worthy of of using a rewards token, and it will be spun out to be a DAO. So no sale at all. And it's because because oh, yeah. I got a, a huge airdrop as an Abra user, it's now my third largest holding. So I'm a little biased. But when I look at the projects that are going to be getting C perks. I'm I'm super bullish on this.
0: Amazing, Bill. Thank you, Vinny. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you.
2: Loop ring. One
3: more. Loop ring. GME. Loop ring. Jamie.
0: Tell us why quickly.
3: Loop ring and GameStop. It's pretty much confirmed right now. There was a GitHub leak, and yeah, it's pretty much confirmed. And I called uh, that way back in June, way before time. Loop Ring's run up
0: time to go time to go time to go love you guys see you guys again very very soon thank you for your time gentlemen thank you thank you thank you Thanks everyone thank you thank you and Bantafam. thank you thank you thank you and i, I promise you some monkey giveaways but we've got to end the stream so if you want the monkey ball giveaways go onto twitter change your profile pick to be a monkey uh and i will start giving away monkey ball giveaways right there i will see you guys again on monday until then if you are trading or investing invest well my friends thank you thank you thank you
3: brother.
0: thank you brother. thank you brother
3: yeah no problem thank you see, see you again soon all right man take it easy yeah,
0: buddy. frederico yes Come in, sir. that was fantastic